Hey, welcome to Braves Country. Coming up on Braves Country, country star Brantley Gilbert. He's from Jefferson, Georgia. Recently hanging out with the Georgia Bulldogs at a golf tournament, and he's a little ticked off that they tore down the varsity in Athens. He's really into motorcycles, and he loves America. You'll talk about his family and his faith and what he expects out of the Braves and the Bulldogs this year. Stand by as Brantley Gilbert joins us here in Braves Country. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. What's up, Riley? What's going on? How we doing, folks? Man, how are you? Doing good, brother. Doing good. Man, it's such a great day to hear from you. It's been a day or two, but I'm certainly delighted to be able to catch up. For sure, man. For sure. It's uh, it's my little brother's birthday today, so we're uh, zigzagging in and out of family stuff. Dude, that's awesome. Well, look, we won't keep you for a long time, but it looks like you got a, uh, a cool little setup there. It looks like uh, Herschel to the left and maybe Nick Chubb to the right there behind you. Oh, absolutely. Let's hey, go. That's, eye, that's a pretty good backfield there. <laughs> that's right. It's funny, man. Because, bad, huh? yeah, a guy that uh, that we work here with at uh, Dickey Broadcasting. So I, I know it's a little convoluted, but I've been at 101.5 for about 15 years. And then I also work for the Braves Radio Network doing stuff like this. Uh, one of the guys that worked with us over here at Dickey Broadcasting at the Braves Radio Network, he was a quarterback at Georgia named Hudson Mason. Oh, okay, yeah, I got you. He said you and him used to, when he was in Athens, y'all used to go fishing every now and then. Hey, every now and then. I'd run into him uh, downtown every now and then. It's funny because his backfield, talking about backfields since you brought that up, Scott, his backfield was Todd Gurley, Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle, 2014. Not a bad backfield. Not a bad backfield at all. And two plays defined that season, which was the – not handing it off to Todd Gurley against South Carolina when you're on first and goal. And then the squib kick, whom I, mean, I love Mark Richt, nothing but incredible respect for Coach Richt. But Hudson leads the team down to take the lead over Georgia Tech in Athens. And then Richt does the squib kick. They score. Hudson goes down and throws a pick and game over. And the season is lost. And with that backfield, how could that happen? But here's the thing, though. I don't think anybody's uh, had any complaints about our backfield for the past several years. No, sir. Absolutely We've not. been stacking them up. I, I tell you what, man, I'm having a lot of fun watching these guys this year. And uh, We did a Bulldogs for Breast Cancer golf tournament a few months ago, and, and uh, I had the pleasure of playing with, with a, a couple of the guys. And one of the guys that was on our team was Adam Anderson, you know, our, our linebacker number 19. And, man, I, t- I tell you, I was blown away. Just one of those guys you meet and you can't help but pull for. And yeah. I feel like, you know, that that kind of 
drug me into this season a little more. You know, it's hitting home a yeah. little, little bit more. You know, you're pulling a little bit harder for these guys. But, uh, man, it seems to be an awesome team. And, uh, you know, I, I look forward to Saturdays. It doesn't matter what we're looking like or where we're placed. But That's right. it sure doesn't suck when, when you're two and up. That's right. You're sitting at number two in the nation. Brantley Gilbert joining us on the Braves Country Podcast, part of the Braves Radio Network. And uh, his latest record is Fire and Brimstone. Came out in October 2019. Went to number one. The current single, Worst Country Song of All Time. Very tongue-in-cheek. So funny. Love that song. And uh, With Hardy and Toby <laughs> Keith. Great music video with every politician you could possibly uh, think of. I mean, hate that making, song. Making a can- yes, right. It's <laughs> terrible, right? It's the worst ever. So you, can, you, can you say you like it? Is, does no, it work? No, you're supposed to hate it. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> So, but but so much fun to to be able to to put a song like that together, especially in the environment that we live in these days, where everything is so serious and everything seems life and death, even when it's not. So it, it's fun to be able to have that sort of stuff. And and if you don't know this, Brantley is coming to Ameris Bank Amphitheater in Alpharetta on Friday the fifteenth for my other gig at New Country One Hundred One Five, where I did mornings uh, for about eight years and afternoons, and I've just been there a long time. You can get the entire tour as far as uh, Florida, Tennessee, South Carolina, across Braves country throughout the southeast at BrantleyGilbert.com. But, uh, well, let's start out, man, because you and I have been uh, – we, we've, we've worked together many, many times over the years, even going back to the Wild Bills days, man, and I miss those days. <laughs> you and me both, brother. And you know what's cool about this show coming up in Atlanta is Colt uh, Ford is actually joining me for it. And – you know, back in those days, it was uh, man. We, Colt and I were talking the other day about how you know now we're we're in arenas and sheds and, and stadiums sometimes. And, and but looking back, we still feel like those were the good old days. You know, the starting at the hole in the wall bars and then bars in college markets and then you know your wild bills were your big bars. But that's right. But I, I do miss those days and and how. Uh, you know, you just got to hang out with everybody at those shows. It was before everything got, you know, separated so much. So, You know, Brantley, I go way back with your booking agent, Aaron Tannenbaum, and uh, he and I were talking the other day about how hard you worked over the years to get to where you are. Ultimate respect for that. I, I've done the same thing. Coming up in that Southern club scene, uh, I was out there with Driving and Crying and Blackberry Smoke and folks like that. And, uh, nice, and you nice. know, I bet you know what I'm talking about when I say the gun and knife circuit, that South Georgia, South <laughs> Alabama, you know what I'm talking about, but you love oh, it. But absolutely it's like, you gotta be, about. you gotta be careful, but we love those guys. Don't we? Absolutely. How many times did you settle up where somebody just walked back and they walk you in the back office and they make sure that they've got all their bouncers who are really just their friends. That the, they're very large friends standing in there and they'd lay a gun on the desk and just hand right. you money for about half as many people that were in there. That's right. And there's usually a couple of pit bulls sitting around too. And some, oh, yeah. you know, and uh, what, what, what Aaron and I call those guys affectionately is pirate promoters. We love them. <laughs> they're our pirate buddies. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I tell you what, though, we figured out how to fix it. Yeah. What's your solution? Well, yeah. Well, we've got to hear this. Bring a bunch of bikers. You put one on the door with their guy with a clicker. Yeah. That clicker. And you bring enough guys just to bring into the office to settle up with you. Yeah. But that clicker man's got to click over about a 200 because they're going to click under about 200. <laughs> you know? Exactly. That's what we used to do. We'd literally say, all right, you click this many, he clicked this many, let's meet in the middle. That's, That's right. right. That's right. That's all you can do with our pirate buddies. I love it. That's love it. it. But congratulations, though, on all your success. You worked so hard to get to where you are and uh now you don't 
I mean, you might go there to hang out with those guys, but you're you're playing a lot bigger places these days, aren't you? Yeah, man. It's uh, here's the thing, man. We, we've been extremely blessed, and and you know how that is. You you, you beat around with uh with some guys that definitely made their mark and, and continue to. And man, it's uh, it, I just man, I've got a really good family around me. When I say family, I know a lot of people say they have a family out there, but these guys, I literally feel like are are blood and. and I got guys with me that have been with me 16, 17 years at this point. And, you know, it's a, uh, you know, time flies. It's just like that. You know, I've been uh, drink free, alcohol free for the past 10 years. And I remember a lot more than I used to, but, uh, you know, just making memories and, and building something with these guys that sustains and being able to, to go into those, those, the gun and knife circuit, man, and, and build a grassroots following that'll ride or die with you. Um, man, I just, I've, I've been extremely blessed. I got a lot of people around me, uh, that make good decisions and, and help me make good decisions. So I'm yeah. a blessed dude. Look, I love that. And that so resonates with me. And I think that's what resonates with me because I'm born and raised in Northwest Georgia up in Dalton. And so I, you know, grew up with, with country and Southern gospel. And so when you say blessed, I mean, that, that's not a word that, that I hear and just let it roll back, man. That means something to me because I know what that word means and I know where that word comes from. And you have, have had trials and tribulations that you've been very open about and discussed on many occasions. And so not a need to discuss them here, but the beauty of it is, what happened because of it when you got everything right and headed in the right direction your career's taken off and now you originally from Jefferson living in Maysville with your wife Amber and and, and two kids i love the fact that your wife is a school teacher like what a what a great profession a noble profession but it's so exactly opposite of what you are as as a country star <laughs> You know, it is. Teachers should be put on a pedestal, but oftentimes they're not country stars and, and ball players. oftentimes are. But that's the beauty because she is so important to you and keeps you so grounded. And you see what real world experience is like. Not that you haven't experienced before, man. You Being from Jefferson, Georgia, like being from Dalton, Georgia, man, you know what real life is all about. But the beauty of having someone that's there, that's that's your anchor, that keeps you grounded, no matter how bright the lights are. Yeah, man, I tell you, um, you know, we, Amber and I had a long history and, and, uh, you know, we, we met years and years ago, we were both young, right out of school. Um, we were five years on and off, you know, and then we went our separate ways for about five years, didn't see or speak to each other and, uh, just needed to get some, some things straight, mainly in, in my world. Like you said, that's a, that's a story for another day, but, um, man, to, to kind of have the one that got away, come back. Uh, home is is something that uh, I'll uh, I'll be thankful and, and 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 just feel blessed for for the rest of my life, man. And and now, you know, my little girl just turned two a couple of days ago, and Precious. my little boy turns four in November. And, and I'm telling you, it's uh, you were talking about it. It's it's crazy to look back at the history and then think about the future at the same time. It's yeah. just uh, it's it's uh, it's a crazy thing, man. But I mean, you, you guys have both been there, and and, uh, and I know you've been there for me a million times, and I, I appreciate it more than you know, man. Your station's always been solid for me. And I will tell you one thing that they're doing now. They've got this this competition going to see who can say five like me. Yeah, uh, of course I have. 
<laughs> Who's winning that? Yeah, well, right what now I think it's Dallas because she's the one that's from Alabama, so she gets it because Kincaid is from uh, from the Northeast. He's trying to learn it. But the funny thing is when we started writing those made in Georgia kind of things, I remember the first one I wrote that you read was – if, if at your house you got a picture of Jesus, your kids, and Herschel Walker, that's when you made in Georgia. <laughs> and it's so exactly fitting because you, right. you got a Herschel jersey hanging on the wall right there. I bet Jesus and your kids are in there somewhere too. <laughs> Absolutely. Kids are uh, kids are on that cabinet. Yeah, there you go. And Jesus is everywhere. He's in, he's in right. your heart. That's right. <laughs> no, I love it, man. And and that's the thing about, you know, small town life and living in small town Georgia that's so good is and, and that's the thing about country artists most of the time, Scott, and you probably know this too, is that most of the time with country artists you don't have this aura of of like I'm I'm up here and everybody else because country artists most of us grew up in the south and we grew up getting our tail in tanned if we acted out and and didn't do things the right way we we got our tails whooped and maybe in other places in the world that don't happen well if you're not the real deal fans know that don't they Brantley you got to be for real to do this well I mean if you approach it the way we did you know we kind of came in as the what you see is what you get kind of guys and and man the songs that, that I wrote and we wrote were I mean, it's just as close to me as my skin, you know, and, and so it was kind of like through the years, I feel like we almost wrote like an autobiography or something. If you listen to all these records in a row, uh, and I tell anybody, if you really want to get to know me and know where I've been and what I've seen and, and what I think, man, you know, listen to those records. That'll tell you exactly who I am. And, and, uh, I mean, they're just, to, just to have the team around me that, um, you know, there was, there were some years there that, that, probably weren't so easy to stick by me and uh and these guys did and, and i couldn't be couldn't be happier with, with what we built and, and uh what we're looking to do next a touring band is a lot like a baseball team and this is the atlanta braves uh, radio network we're here with brantley gilbert on the braves country podcast and uh so let's talk about braves baseball for a minute do you get the family out to some braves games ever you guys go sometimes or, or and how do you keep man. up with the braves on the road too we have been uh, well. I got an Apple TV, and I keep my app on there so I can boy. follow everything I need to. But uh, you know, man, I've I've been a Braves fan. Well, it's, uh, you know, I was born in '85, and you know, those glory years in the '90s. I think everybody all over the country almost was a Braves fan. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a little bit of momentum coming yes, back sir. in that direction, man, and yeah. uh, that's exciting. That's that's exciting. I, I wish I got to go more to more games than than I do. Uh, we get to we get to sneak out there every now and then, but man, we stay on the road so much. It's hard to you know once you touch down at home, uh, you know it's hard not to just yeah. get in front of the TV, find out when they're playing, and hold the family close, and, and watch right there at the house. But we have talked about making that a a priority this year, trying to get out and. Uh, we'll get our butt in a seat out there and, and get loud. Yeah, no, it, it's good. But you know what, though? So many Braves fans have done exactly what you just said. Either turn on the, the Braves radio network and, and listen to an affiliate wherever they are across the southeast or, you know, right in front of TBS back in the day and now Bally Sports as it is. But the Braves built such a fan base because of what you just said. Watching Sanford and Son, the Beverly Hillbillies, and then the Braves, you know, that's that's what you would do. Yes, sir. Absolutely. With the whole family. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, that was that was a, a tradition in our house. My, We'd always go to my papa and Nana's house, and, and uh, he's passed away now, but 
between him and my dad and my uncle and me and my cousins, you couldn't hear anything in there. You know, <laughs> I feel like anything I ever wore is like an Atlanta Braves something. Mm-hmm. And man, I've just I always been a Braves fan. Love what they're doing. My wife's a huge Braves fan too. And you know, something we were talking about that I kind of had to call call myself out. It's like you know. It is easier to stay at home and watch from there, but if people did that when it came to to music, I'd I'd be in bad shape too. So it's just a different thing going to see it live and see it in person. It's just something that that TV can't hand you. So glad you brought that up, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that back to the dinner table and see if I can't get some on schedule. There you go. That's Bradley Gilbert, uh, who are your handful of favorite Braves players of all time? We'll take a quick break. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Who are your handful of favorite Braves players of all time? Man, you know our new home run hitter. Ronald Acuna, of course. First dude in a long time that I'm, like, super stoked about. Uh, But, man, Blouser, Lempke, Maddox, McGriff. Chipper Jones, obviously I got to say. I'm yeah, sensing obviously. an infield theme here. Yes, you right. like the infielders. I yeah. Can, yeah, man. Dude, that's a big infield guy. Yeah. I, um, did you play? But yeah, I'll say Chipper was probably – I did back in school. And, man, you know what's funny is I feel like if if base player – if if we had some Braves come out on the road with us, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, if they said that we read things similar to the way, you know, a baseball team does uh, or a football team. It's, it's kind of – it's that kind of family out there. It's that kind of camaraderie that. out there. And I think that's one of the things that, that really meant helped me a lot in, you know, in my job, you know, playing baseball, you travel together, you live together, just sure. like you do play music. And, you know, that show is game time. You got to leave everything up there. Like I got to leave it on the field. And, you know, it's just a lot of things that I learned coming up playing ball that, that translate right into the music business or at least having a, a traveling show. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I was. I played uh, at Jefferson High School, and man, we made it to the Final Four a few times. What? Played for state championship once, twice. Okay. Oh, yeah. Could have had we you had, in a Braves uniform. We had a good little team, man. We, got, we didn't have no football team. We got Woodford in football. <laughs> okay. We can relate we to that. We can, I live. <laughs> I live in Alpharetta nowadays, and and we struggle with that. We got we had some great kids out there, but it just uh, they got us in seven A, and we probably don't belong in seven A. We don't have we don't have enough kids to be seven A. I mean, some of those teams roll up into Alpharetta High School. They look like they got off the bus with with Herschel Walker, and Nick Chubb. You're like, wait a minute, how <laughs> how in the world are our little guys going to be? I mean, my mama would have called them Beans and Taters boys. <laughs> They eat beans and taters. That's the reason they got so big. But uh, but you know it's it, it, it's it's fun. And, and do your kids do they have any interest in sports like playing sports themselves? You know what? Both of them. Uh, you know they've got a little tea and Barrett. I'm trying to trying to get him interested in hitting it. You know in the air instead of tea. But again, he's only four, and I've been trying really hard. To, like I think I bought him his first like aluminum tea ball bat mm-hmm. before he could pick it up. Like I literally <laughs> right. got it off Amazon and <laughs> right. went to give it to him. I love it. And it like took him all the way to the fort. So uh, we're getting there though, man. He's got what we're trying to figure out with, I think my little girl's left-handed. Okay. And I think my little boy can use both. He can, awesome. he literally on a tee, man. He, and he knows to switch his hands, you yeah. know, and, 
That's cool. Uh, he's got his elbow up in the whole nine, uh, but with both hands he can crush. So I love it. It's uh, it's pretty exciting, you know. He uh, but at that age, man, I, I don't right. I don't know what Charles' experience is, but he's a lot like his daddy, and that something can hold his attention for about five minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, look, I get it. It's funny though because that was about the age that that my son Jacob started playing baseball, and he plays at Alpharetta High now, and and plays some travel ball. And dude, he's seventeen at this point. We're looking at you know we're looking at colleges and potentially maybe playing some college baseball. It's a really exciting time. But it all started right where you're at now, and and learning the, the where the hands go. And just the interest level. And look, my son was the same way. About five minutes was all he, all he had. And then the next day, he would come back for another five minutes. And then ultimately grew from there. Dude, it's the most fun you'll ever have when, when that starts to take off. Yeah, I'm excited about it. A little concerned, but excited as well. well I'm cons- one of those guys, not not so much anymore, you know. Uh, but I still have a little bit of a temper. And, and you know, I'm seeing all these YouTube videos of, like, parents. Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to be the guy that, like, well, I probably shouldn't go in that direction on this show. But, uh, I know what you mean, though. But, you know what? I'm, I'm, I I'm do. I've seen it. That. Well, the uh, other the other parents better watch themselves when Brantley Gilbert's across the diamond. You know what I mean? Well, I mean that's, that's the thing is I'm not going <laughs> to argue with you. You know what I mean? I'm not. If I come out on the field, I'm not there to talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. You're, you're probably a Bobby Cox fan, right? You, you, you saw Bobby do it. Exactly. You, you know what's up. You know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> if this one comes out the dugout, we get it. <laughs> Son, the time for talking is done. Now let's talk, let's talk about motorcycles and baseball cards, my friend. Kevin Kenny, our friend Kevin from Driving and Crime, was on the show recently, and he has a song about using baseball cards in your bicycle spokes to make them sound like a motorcycle. And I've read that, and tell me if this is true, that when you first saw a motorcycle club drive by, you went home and immediately put baseball cards in your sto- in your spokes of your bicycle. Is that true? Baseball okay. cards, sticks, little plastic, <laughs> cards, like anything I could find to make a motorcycle noise. Yeah, apparently that's what my mom says. Hmm. We okay. even started a little motorcycle gang with the, like the little neighborhood kids. I think we called it like Deuce or something. <laughs> that's awesome. Do you remember and what? We'd, we'd go like construction sites when they were developing around <laughs> where we lived, and like just move people's tools. We wouldn't even steal them. You know what I mean? Like, Very tough guys. To another room. Now, now, uh, do you happen to remember what players wound up in your spokes? Did, was it uh, guys you liked, or the kind of the extras, or the doubles, or what? Or the commons? Wouldn't have, wouldn't have been no Braves, That's man. Right. I can promise you that. I remember I had a, and I, man, honestly, I need to do a deep dive and find that. But I still somewhere, I have a David Justice rookie card. Wow, all right. A, a good Jeff Blouser. Um, I've got, I, I, I need to find that collection. It's somewhere in a box put up. I just, I need to figure out where that's at. Probably got yeah. a Frank Thomas in there, Ken Griffey Jr. or something. When all those were huge about that time. Oh yeah, That's I big got times. a Griffey that came on that little uh, the wooden plaque. You know, oh, nice! Yeah, that's big time there. There you go. No, I love it, and you know it's it's funny because baseball cards are kind of making a resurgence a little bit, but uh, I don't know that they'll ever be what what they were way back when, and let you know, and, and maybe eighty years from now when we're all you know not in a position to worry about it, somebody will inherit and be like, you know, man, this is this is worth something because there's only a few of these left in the world. Kind of like with Mickey Mantles and all the ones that, you know, that our great-grandparents or our grandparents, rather, 
grew up with. So maybe maybe they'll make a rebound. I want to take you in another uh, back into that direction of faith, and I'm sorry to do it, but it's, it's just that's the thing that strikes me most often about country and country artists. And you had a uh, a song from your latest record, Fire and Brimstone, that featured Jamie Johnson, whom I love. And uh, and Allison Krauss and uh, a few of your other songs have kind of a Christian theme to it, a, a theme of faith, and I love it. What role does faith play in your life and in your music? For sure, man. And I I tell you, like what I what I said earlier, like being the, the what you see is what you get. Guy has its uh, you know, has its ups and downs. And, yeah. And to be completely honest with you, man, honestly, right now uh, I'm not where I'd like to be. In my walk here um, here me too conscious of it and uh i think being conscious of it and knowing that you're capable of better and wanting to do better is kind of part of it i do too um but i, I honestly do man I, I feel with my whole heart and this is this is no joke I, I really feel like keeping my faith a part of my songwriting and a part of my song and a part of my career is is one of the main if 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 not the only reason you know the main reason that that we're sitting where we are. I feel like he's he's blessed us exponentially because it hadn't been something that I've hidden. I always felt better about the approach, man. That that say as opposed to having any kind of secrets or something that, that you know that or, or living a lie or trying to be something you're not. As opposed, like Scott said earlier, it's like if you write a song about being a tough biker that's getting in bar fights and you probably ought to be that dude because somebody's mm-hmm. going because that dude that is out there and he'll call you on it yeah um and it's man it's it's kind of to me it's being able to wear the same skin in every song so uh, i guess what i'm saying is if somebody listens to my record and or they go buy the record to hear that song about bar fights or or you know field parties or getting the girl or whatever it is and they're listening to that record they, they have a good idea who i am but when we go down that vein and all of a sudden you know we we take a hard left and we go to a song like uh, fire and brimstone with, with jamie nelson that's a song man that you know we wouldn't necessarily pull out the show it's not a banger you know but yeah if if the if the right fella hears that at home, I know a guy like me. Uh, I write songs about things that I'm not comfortable having conversations about. That's awesome. That that makes any sense. No, I it totally like does. There's a lot of guys out there like me. You I know agree. what I mean? That they probably wouldn't show all their friends. Hey, look at this song I found. But every time you know when they get by themselves, they'll definitely spin it. And man, I, I just felt like if I was putting these records out, I'm saying, hey, these records are chapters of my life, and these mm-hmm. songs are. are you know, the, the, I'm trying to paint a picture with words to show you from my eyes and my memory what that looks like. Yeah, I love that, man. I, I really do. I, I, I And I so appreciate the way you've put it because you're exactly right, man. You, you might not always show that. And, and and I think that's maybe a more of a, a thing dudes struggle with is is being able to be that. And, and I've learned over the years to finally just say what what's on my mind. But, but you bring up another good point in the fact that I think, a lot of times because I'm not where I need to be in my walk either. I'm like you. I recognize it, and, I'm, and I'm, that's my goal to get there. But I fail every for day, sure. and, it, and it's real. For sure. And, yeah. man, I tell you what, I'm so thankful and blessed to have the, the wife that I have that's, that's kind of picking up where I'm where I'm having trouble in that department. It's, you know, a lot of it, man, is just as simple as being on the road on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and being on, like, the night shift schedule. Yeah kind of tough to make early service but me and my wife has been just awesome about making sure the kids are there and that's something that is extremely important to me is is the parent is that you know man i i really at the end of the day i hope my kids man it'd be a dream if, if barrett decided to 
you know, play baseball, wound up playing for the Braves. I'd be Let's the proudest dad in the world. Of course. You know, I mean, and we're, we're going to try for that, you know. But honestly, at the end of the day, I don't care what they decide to do. As, mm-hmm. long, as, as, long, as long as they know who God is and, yeah. and, and they're not shitty people, yeah. I, I'll be – a very proud dad i probably should have said it like that but no dude again it just goes to 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 being real and i and i appreciate that man hey look in the good book you know god went after david who was not not he wasn't he wasn't the best guy i mean he's an adulterer there's all kinds of things wrong with that guy so it it (laughs) goes it goes to show you that god works through people like us when we're real and we admit that to the next topic is patriotism because god bless america that we lived here and, and and I know you're a big supporter of the troops. I spent four years in the Navy. Scott is a uh, a, a an Army brat, and um, you've Thank done you, U.S. Fellas. Oh man, it's my honor. There's nothing more in the world I wanted to do than to to serve my country. And then I met my wife, who is much like Amber is to you. She's my she's my foundation. But uh, you guys did the 2014 ride Athens to Arlington. Uh, you and uh, Amber laid a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, which is incredible, as well as at her father's grave. Man, those things, I think, that no matter what your politics are, everybody can appreciate. Hey, man, I, I know it was a life-changing experience for for us. I know, I know for me, um, I won't speak for everybody else on that ride. I try not to make that a habit, but it would, it would really surprise me if anybody that was involved with that ride and the way we released that record wasn't touched and changed by it in some way, form, or fashion. You, you can't go to Arlington Cemetery. If you leave... Arlington Cemetery without learning something or getting punched in the chest, uh, something's not right. Uh, that that place put a lot of things in perspective to me. Man, my my mom's side of the family was the the military side of our family, and but we lived in Georgia, and you know that's quite a ways away from Indiana. Um, so man, it was really some years after high school that I was. Uh, exposed to some of my friends coming back and, and a lot of guys that I knew coming back from, from the first tour and the second tour and the third tour. And, and, you know, a lot of these guys are changing a good bit. That was the first time that it really hit home. And, and I'm telling you what, looking back, knowing what I know now, uh, it will forever be something that I feel like I, it was a responsibility of mine that I didn't take on. It was something that I should have done that I didn't, uh, that just, makes me respect you guys all the more and and man i I feel like we're uh we're really passionate about trying to trying to pay that back again nothing will ever uh, you know gives the the kind of sacrifice that that you guys know about but uh we try to help in any way we can man because uh you guys and girls deserve it yes sir ain't no doubt about it I read that you played with uh, Corey Smith a lot when you were younger and first getting started, and he's your friend and neighbor. And I just wondered, uh, is he kind of a, still a buddy? And I think he's coming in soon to the show, and wondered if you could come up with some kind of a cool question that we should ask him that nobody else would know to ask him about. You still buddies oh, with Corey? I definitely did that. I just don't know if I want to expose myself <laughs> like that. Let, right. let, me, let me tell you guys about Corey. We still talk. And uh, we're trying to get um, a co-write together right now. We've been nice. we've just been missing each other. But I, I'll tell you guys like, and I've I've told people this many times. Anytime somebody asks me the the influence question, who who who's your bigger biggest influence as an artist? Who's your biggest influence as a writer? As a writer, the answer to that question is and always will be Corey Smith. Is man, he really listened to this stuff, showed me, you know, it was it was okay and it was cool to talk about home. You know what I mean? And, and uh, I just, the, the way 
way Corey kind of painted a picture, you know, with his lyrics of, of what my hometown looked like, you know, and it looked exactly the same to me. And I, I remember that taught me a lot about how people can, can, you know, subconsciously relate the songs. You know, those are his words and his experiences, but I felt like I'd lived them and said them myself. And uh, I remember that. Not Man, I, I, he always will be um, one of my main influences, if not my main uh, songwriting influence ever. And, and he kind of took me under his wing. Uh, when it came to college markets, man, most of the college markets I played, you know, in the at least in the southeast, you know, Corey kind of, Corey got my foot in the door there. Corey brought me with him, and and uh, I'd either open for him by myself a guitar, or uh, it was me and Jimmy Chastain for a long time. There were two of us, um, and this is when you know Corey had it was him and a guitar, and it was him and Jason Kenny there for a while. The the, the other Kenny, not yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know it was uh man I, I learned more during those years and being out with Corey than. I think if if you were to put several other years together, because you know those shows were shows where man, it was like it was you on stage and you had to figure out how to communicate with these people. Because if you're not playing the songs they want to hear, you at least need to be yeah. having a conversation to figure out where that goes. And you know it's, it's the same thing today. Even you know then we're in a bar with four or five hundred people in it. Now we're we're in an arena with anywhere from four to twenty thousand. And it's amazing. You know, sheds, but. You know, we still, I still use the same things to communicate. Like I look for the same things and without, without him and those chapters in my life, I don't, I don't think I'd be where I'm at at all. Hey, Brantley, uh, that is fantastic stuff to have those brothers on the road. And I'm glad that you're still in touch with Corey and we're going to talk to him about you as well and see what he has to say. And I bet you they're going to match up. One more question for you. We only got a couple minutes left here. We always like to ask our guests about their favorite uh, Southern food, uh, you know, mom and pop restaurants, meat and threes, barbecue. What are a couple of your favorite spots out there where you have to stop the bus, man? Well, man, I got. I hate that you brought this up because it's going to bring me to a tragedy that's taking place if it already happened in Athens, Georgia. I think I know what you're talking about. <sighs> the varsity. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they want to destroy that building like that. Well, hey, you know what, though? It'll give us a reason to go up towards Braves. There country. you go. Get up here. Right. No doubt about it. Hey, look, man, as we close out, we appreciate your time. And uh, we want to let you know you're always invited. If you want to, if you ever get up here, we'd love to, to have you by the uh, the studios. We're right here at the ballpark. And Kevin Kenny came a few weeks ago, brought his guitar and played some songs. And you're always welcome, man. You're always one of our favorite people to follow, favorite people that, uh, that live life the right way. And, and God bless you, man. You're always invited. I appreciate you saying that, my brother. I truly do. And I'm glad you didn't say that any louder because if my right-hand man hears you say Angie Aparo's coming, he's liable to be in your office about 30 minutes. <laughs> well, tell him to come on because Angie's on his way in right now. <laughs> what an incredible lyricist, man, and singer. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll be looking for that one. I, I, I appreciate that guy's uh, creativity and, and Incredible. Just who he is an artist. He's, well, we, uh, we appreciate he's you. Right favorite. We yeah. appreciate you, Brantley Gilbert. Thank you so much for your time today. And, and want to encourage everybody yeah, to go to BrantleyGilbert.com. Make sure you uh, check out the the song, the worst country song of all time. You can hear it at 105. It is the worst country song of all. How could it be? Because Brantley has something to do with it. It's got to be good. Uh, but so <laughs> make sure you check that out. Make sure you go see him at uh, Ameris Bank Amphitheater on October 15th at New Country 101.5 Fest. And uh, for everybody here at the Braves Radio Network, happy trail. See you soon.
Hey, man, appreciate it, guys. Thank y'all for having me this right, morning. Bud. Go Braves. Go, go Braves. Braves. Go dogs. All right, buddy. Go dogs. <laughs> go dogs. Sickle. Yes, sir. All right, then. <laughs> See you, man. See you, bud. See y'all, boys. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Thepodcastpark.com is your home for the fans' entire stable of original podcasts. If you're a true Atlanta sports fan, you need to stay connected to shows like Welcome to Madlanta, featuring Atlanta's rich history of sports legends. College football fans will love the Chuck Oliver Show podcast. Two hours of college football talk every day, all year. And baseball fans get to dive into Domino's archive of baseball legends on hardball. Subscribe to all these great shows and so many more anywhere you Get your podcasts or stream them free 24-7 at thepodcastpark.com. Presented by Associated Credit Union. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy. Celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. 